what is free market and what is off market lisa novak on the show today has spoken with the likes of the real estate institute president uh consulted to a lot of people across the industry always referred to by john mcgrath uh, adrian bow Amy mcallister tom panos about her social media free market selling let's talk about it right now stay tuned Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 411 with myself, Michael Berger, Mark Novak, special guest, Lisa Novak. This morning, we're going to be talking about the basically the correct terminology. Um, quite often, you sort of, as someone who's not in the industry, especially a vendor or a prospective buyer, they hear the words off-market being used. And typically, you would think when something you hear, no, it's off-market, that it's not for sale. So it's quite mind-blowing that we constantly throw around these terms. So we're going to set the record straight here today with the terminology. And we couldn't have thought of someone better to bring on than Lisa Novak. So probably Mark and I won't say another word from here. And good luck. <laughs> I feel very yeah, honoured, guys. You can, just, you can just take over I'm the show just... and just, just talk the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, so, that's so cruel. I, guys, you know, the, it, it's um, been a very interesting time in real estate, hasn't it? There's been tons and tons of confusion. Um, there's three terms that I want to clear up this morning right across the whole real estate industry, and that is off-market and on-market. All right, I'm going to cover the pre-market in a second and I'll tell you guys why. So off-market, if we go back to the good old-fashioned days of real estating, it's been around for a really, really long time, right? So predominantly, the definition of what off-market is, is a property that was either never going to come to market or it was a property that was never publicly advertised and was then sold. And that includes the likes of social media and that includes the likes of even your database. So it means there was one property and there was one buyer and you played the matchmaking game and someone purchased that property, but there was no formal public advertising. All right. Does that sound really clear, guys, to everyone? Yes. Yes, good. Okay, excellent. Then we've got your on-market properties. Now, your on-market properties are properties that have been out or are currently on those paid real estate portals, the likes of realestate.com and, and Domain. All right, it's gone out to your database. Um, you've had your beautiful professional videos and photos done and out it goes and it's officially on the market. And that can either be sold via private treaty or via auction. All right, so they're on the market. The whole world has seen them right across those real estate portals. Now, where I think the confusion lies is that when I came into real estate sales three years ago, and I'd, of course, had a background in real estate, but it always confused me that there was no in-between. It was either, well, you're off market 
no formal public advertising or you're on market and you're right across those paid real estate portals. So, you know, they're the two good old fashioned ways of real estating. That in between gap was the part that really confused me. And Mark, I remember coming into sales and saying to you, what about the people that can't afford marketing? What about the people that just want to dip their toes in and test the market? You know, there's nothing there for these people. And this is where enter me, I guess, into the real estate industry caused a bit of disruption because I was like, well, I, I, I want to fill that gap because social media enables this to be able to be done because it offers this wonderful zero dollar marketing strategy, particularly the, for those vendors. And then we did an interview with the Real Estate Institute president, Leanne Pilkington. It would have been about a year ago, Mark. And there was all this confusion industry saying, well, it can't be off market, even though most of the real estate industry still refers to uh, that gap as an off market. Well, it's not because it's been publicly advertised on those social media portals. And then it went out to your database, right? But there so was still saying, no paid you, marketing. So you're saying if agents are using the word off market, they're using it completely correctly. Correct absolutely 100% because it's not off market it is on a portal it's just on a different portal so look many agents are and, and let's define what those portals look like all right a portal is your database isn't it that's a portal you've gone out you've actually had to physically pick up the phone or send out an email blast and that is now a form of advertising social media is without a doubt a form of advertising so off market. So if it's off market, if it's so, what is a true a true off market sale? Is what? No form of public advertising. No and form what's, of public advertising. So is a phone call public advertising? It is yes, correct. So look, the, the, the tr and I actually did the true definition of an off market last week. All right, 81 Edward Street, Narrowena. Now, that was a property, a vendor called and said, have you got anyone that would like to buy the property? I found a match, I had the buyer, and we had sold the property. You didn't see it anywhere. It was not but found anywhere. But you sold the buyer, the so that wasn't off market. That is the truth. Okay, but, but Mark, hang on. We, we, wanna, we don't want to get silly about it. You actually do need to be able to pick up the phone call the buyer. What I mean is agents sit and they actually camp on their database and they might make 50 buyer calls and let those buyers know about a property. That's no longer off market. You have been advertising the property. Yeah. I think I've got it. Right. It comes down to the vendor's intention. I think is a big key factor here as well. If the vendor goes to you, I'm only going to say, I don't, I'm, I, one, haven't found the new property they're going to. It's more of a, if you have a perfect, the right buyer for this property, I would sell. But if you don't know, there's no harm. I'm not going to Correct. auction. I won't be going to market. I think the vendor's intention is an easy way to define which is what. Um, so in that scenario, Edward Street, it's like, well, you've just sold one up the road. If one of the buyers there would buy mine, great. If not, I'll, I won't be speaking to you again. Compared Correct. to let's go to your i'm going to auction in eight weeks but i'll give a two-week period 
that you can put it out to your database clients, maybe put it on your social media, then that's more of what you're leading to that's of a pre-market. It all on. comes down to the intention rather than, yeah. well, you did a letter, you wrote a letter, like it's, that's probably the key factor. Look spot on, Bird, you're quite right. But there, there, there was that gap there where there was that confusion. I was like, well, hang on a second, because it's not off market, but it's also not on those paid real estate portals. What do we call this? So I then came up with a name with Leanne Pilkington, right, the president of the Real Estate Institute, and we agreed that a great name for this would be I was there as well, Lisa, just for the record. You were there. <laughs> Mark drove Lisa to the meeting. We would never, we would never, we would never leave you out. Um, we would never leave you out. Now, so, so guys, the gap in between the pre-market is where we're always launching out to market. We've now gone on to the likes of social media. We've got a signboard out the front of the property, right? And we've now gone out to our database, but we haven't actually taken any paid marketing monies yet and gone on to those real estate portals so that gap was what i saw that was missing in the industry and that's what we've now defined as pre-market all right so let's just let, let's just go through it from the top again for those of you guys that have just tuned in we're talking about the off market on market and the gap in the middle now which we have called pre-market off market no public advertising at all not database not signboard and not sitting there um uh, sorry not going out to social media and not no intention to law and no the big thing there no intention to launch to a bigger campaign if the right buyer hasn't bought it correct yeah and i love the definition that you just gave a moment ago Burge. just saying you know we've sold up the road the, the vendor calls and says, look, Michael, have you got, you know, a buyer left over from that campaign? If you do, you can just bring that buyer through the property. That's it. I'm definitely not selling and I don't want it on social media. I don't want a signboard. I don't want to pay for any marketing money. Yeah. I think you could, I think you could call off market when you approach a vendor with a buy, with a buyer's surname. Yeah. I think that is, that is, right. a, that is a true... That is a true off-market sale. Knock, knock, knock. I've got Mr. Wong from China. He wants to buy your property. That's an off-market. Yeah, I think yeah. when agents are, are promoting that, almost like a theming, an off-market is an advantage, I think it's completely wrong. But I think pre-market's definitely that, that, that well-worded. And something to complicate things a little bit more is what buyers and sellers and agents don't know these days is there's a new type of database and the old type of database is called a static database the new type of a static database is what's your buyer's name email address and mobile number and then all the details that surround that what they want to buy a townhouse house price that's a static database but powerful people in real estate today that like like our agents, every all of our agents in our office, led by Lisa and her social media weaponry, have a thing called a virtual database. Now, what a virtual database is, Lisa doesn't even know who's going to buy that property. She doesn't know the, the person's name, the person's number or email address, but they follow her. They might not follow her by being an official follower but they'll follow all of her content that comes on. She'll sell something to them. A virtual database these days, 
is now becoming more rapid, more powerful, and more more wrapped around buyers' needs than a static database. Just like of what you're saying there, Mark, just to, people may not know this, in Marketplace, people can follow you. So if I go to my Marketplace Facebook and you go Marketplace followers, yeah, so there's hundreds of people. Does it go? Yeah, there's people in there. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so that that's the key thing of your virtual database um, in action there. With but then there's also people who follow you by liking your page. They may not like yeah. the content, but they're stalking you that way. And pe and, and people you know, actually use you, Lisa, because of your virtual database. They don't know how to put it into words. They don't know why they like you. They don't know why they want to use you. But they know that you're gonna. Uh, there's gonna be power in, in, in uh, using look, you in Mark, social media and selling the, because of your virtual database. Yeah. Look, the reality is, um, I I came along and filled a gap in the industry, right? That was clearly needed because there was a lot of frustration there. There were vendors there that were saying, "Hang on a second, I don't want to." I don't want the big auction ticker tape parade. I don't want that. Okay. They didn't, and, and some vendors are not driven by price. It's really important to listen to what the needs of our consumers are. And I think as an industry, that was not being done. The agents were just saying, well, hang on a sec. We always have done it this way. We've always done a three to four auction, a week auction campaign and taken vendor paid advertising money. And that may be the way that it's been done for the last. 50, 60, 100 years, all right? But times have changed and the industry didn't. And I came along and said, well, hang on a sec, there's this weapon and it's called social media and no one's using it. It's extremely underutilized in our industry, all right? So I came along and started to do video content and put it out to the people and the people voted. And they said, as buyers and sellers, we like this. Not everyone likes it, okay? But it doesn't matter. There was a gap there that needed to be filled. All right. So you know what, as you know agents, what I, sorry, Mark, can I can I just add to that? As agents, it is important that we are listening to what the needs of the consumer are. Now, I don't just sell property on social media. All right. I've done two or three auctions over the last couple of weeks. If that is where I feel that property is best placed, i.e. a deceased estate, yeah, or we've got multiple offers coming in, of course, as an agent, it's my job to make sure I am um, offering Very the best point. strategy to my vendors. All right. That's where the confusion is. Yes, I do tons on social media, but if I feel that a better price can be achieved by then taking that property and launching it onto the real estate portals or taking that property and taking it out to auction of course that is what i will offer how else am i getting these phenomenal prices for my vendors all right yeah. so it's important that as an industry we what? listen to what it is that our consumers want i think it's really important for people to acknowledge that um, people have now built their own media channels. Um, yeah. So people, and, and what I'm, I'm not talking about broadcasters, I'm talking about consumers of content. Everyone who's watching today has their own media channel built around their needs, their their joy, love, their passion, and their whatever. So there's now, if there's 28 million social media users, there's 28 million social media channels. 
part of what part of what we're doing on social media is allowing that content to be available for all those consumers. If those consumers vote that they want real estate media on the northern beaches, they will somehow find their way to us through Facebook's amazing, uh, you know, way that they, 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 they do stuff. So I think it's really, really important these days that pre-market selling, I think it's it's definitely got to be identified that you need an agent that can advertise on realestate.com. They can all do that. You need an agent, an agent that can take pretty photos. Well, they all do that. You need an agent that has a static database. Well, your local agent's going to have that. But you now need an agent with a virtual database, which is exactly what we're talking yeah. about, that you have, that Mike will have, that I have. And that, in combination, all of those things yeah. will work to get a greater price. And like you said, it may be via auction, but you're going to use all of those methods. So pre-market has been the integral way of uh, pre-market's been the integral way of trying to explain that to the market, but it's much bigger than that. And just to go off what pre-market, just to explain it for people, is by doing pre-market, we've gained an extra week or two weeks that were never utilised previously. And we're... um, I love that point, Serge. Because when you've signed up from, say, an agency agreement, by the time you've booked the photos, got the floor plan, done your videography, you've done everything that's been ready. What a great point. probably launched a week, even two weeks. But where pre-market is utilised, which comes to the intention of the vendor and the intention of the campaign. It was which wasted is before. Market and pre-market I... is now that as soon as the agency agreement, Facebook allows you to shoot up a raw video walking through it, put it on Facebook Marketplace. It doesn't have the Look, professional photography is... and you can, yeah, you can Birds, gain. Birds nailed it. Yeah, so let me get through <laughs> it. <laughs> and then you can gain which quite often the buyer has been found during that period at a great price. And then the vendor has the option. Yeah. And the vendor has the option to go, well, that's great. I'm happy to do the deal now. That saves me four weeks of open homes. Or they say, well, phenomenal. But we just had, guys, we just had an epiphany right here. Burge, you have absolutely, without a doubt, defined that that was that was missing airspace in the yeah. real estate industry before. And let, let's can we just reiterate on that? Because perfection is Say it gone. again, Bird. Say it again. I'd be good to finish <laughs> it, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think you were gonna get to talk with me on the show? Yeah. Did you really think you were going to? But that and was that, that, that you know, that was that, that was hidden. missing airspace. Yeah, really, right. it really was. So, you know, can we just give an example? I've launched a garden apartment in Narrabeen. Now, she's getting carpet paint done there. So, of course, professional photos and professional video, we're not ready for that yet, but it's been out onto my social media now for a week because real content and social media love one another. So it was, you know, wonderful to be able to get out instantly to my tribe, to the people. Now, I've already had two offers come in pre-market. We're very close to doing a deal there, all right? But we have the option to say, hang on a sec, Carpet and paint will be in in a few days' time. We'll get this, those professional photos done as an agent. Do I feel that there's more money out there if we launch out to realestate.com and domain? Um, now, every vendor has a magic price. Every vendor has a magic price, trust me. 
And we are very close to this vendor's magic price. In fact, she's just saying, I just can't believe that we've gotten this money pre-market. Um, I actually want to get out of here and get down to Canada. This all works beautifully for me. Right. So, again, it's important as an industry that we are listening to what the needs of our consumers are. All right. Some vendors are price driven, some are time driven and some are both. I feel like the industry did not cater to this before, um, but you've just made such a valid point, Birch, that airspace, that time was wasted before while we were waiting to get those professional photos, et cetera, back. Social media allows us to do things instantly. Yep, it's that, and and it's wonderful. So, can we just recap, guys? Um, this morning, what we've been talking about about the off market means no public advertising, not a signboard, not calling your database, not email blasting. No intention to go to market. Correct. On market is the for all the bells and whistles. It means you're on the market. You've taken paid advertising, all right, and you've gone out to the paid real estate portals, realestate.com and domain. What we did is we filled the gap in the middle and we called it pre-market, where you've gone out to social media, you've put a signboard out the front of the property, you've called your your, your database and you've done your your email databasing as well. Right, and and you have the potential to sell property for a phenomenal price, obviously, before you launch out to those real estate portals. All right, so Beautiful. hopefully that cleared things up a little bit this morning. That must be a wrap, guys. That's a wrap. Thank Thanks for, for coming on, Lisa. Show. I hope that helped everyone there. Thank you very much. That was great. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs>